Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. You know, sometimes in your job, you probably have to think long-term, right? Well, how far ahead is that? What about 12 years? Do you have to think that far ahead? Well, the Euclid satellite has successfully been launched this weekend by the European Space Agency. It has a 12-year mission. What is it doing? It's mapping the universe in 3D, which sounds pretty amazing, actually. More than 2,000 scientists are involved in this, including Canadians. And joining us now is one of them, actually, UBC professor Dr. Douglas Scott. Dr. Scott, thanks for being here. Hi there. Tell us all about Euclid. How long has this been in the works? Oh, uh, I mean, at least 15 or 20 years for some people in the project. Not quite as long for me, but still, still many, many years we've been looking forward to this launch, which just happened successfully. I know, that sounds great. So what is so special about Euclid? What is it going to do? So Euclid is going to image the sky and also take spectra of the sky for a huge fraction of the sky. So you should think of this as sort of Hubble Space Telescope quality images, but instead of for tiny little areas, for a huge chunk of the sky. And with these data, we're going to try and learn about the nature of the dark matter and dark energy that dominate the universe and are completely mysterious and not understood. That's okay. So that sounds pretty impressive. So by doing it, by imaging this in 3D, then will that help you see things better? Yeah. So the, the 3D imaging lets you disentangle the gravitational lensing. So that's the fact that gravity bends light through Einstein's theory of general relativity. So you can see where the dark matter is, even though it's dark. So we can try and understand the properties of the dark matter that are that is most of the matter in the universe. And then there's also a thing called dark energy, which, I mean, even although it has a name, dark energy, we don't know what it is. The dark energy makes the universe accelerate by, by studying this 3D image uh, and the sort of scale of the clumping of galaxies in that image. We can hope to understand what the dark energy is and when when we'll be able to see results like how soon do you think euclid will be able to provide some images yeah so the euclid will release data on a sort of yearly basis and you know the data will be completely public eventually um, but the first things that you're going to see is around november so in just a few months there'll be sort of very early images a bit like there was with James Webb Space Telescope, there'll be some early images to show how well it's working. So you should expect in November to see the first pictures uh, from Euclid to get a sense of, of you know, what the telescope is capable of. That's going to be pretty exciting, isn't it, Dr. Scott? I mean, there'll be a lot of excited scientists around that time. <laughs> and a lot of Canadians who are involved in this will be following very closely. Yeah, how did that happen then? Is this a cooperative thing from all different countries? Like, how did Canadians get involved? Yeah, there's, there's a lot of countries involved, but it's it's run by the Europeans, the European Space Agency. Canada really got involved because Euclid, to interpret this 3D map, you, you also need data in different colors, which can be taken from the ground. Uh, Canadians provided data from the Canada-France-Hawaii telescope, 
Um, and as a result of that partnership, we were invited to be, you know, full members of the Euclid collaboration. So we can take part in all the scientific studies, et cetera. It's, it's, it's a great deal for Canada, actually, and we're very excited to be part of the project. I guess we underestimate sometimes, Dr. Scott, I feel like, how important the Hubble Space Telescope has been to our understanding of the universe. Is this going to be like another leap forward? Yeah, it's it's a it's a survey instrument. So instead of targeting individual objects that you know people want to study and seeing them in great detail, it does a huge survey of the sky. More than a third of the sky will be imaged at sort of Hubble Space Telescope quality, and it's very complementary to the James Webb Space Telescope, where where again you follow up sort of individual objects in great detail. Euclid will be able to find objects for James Webb to follow up because it's such a wide survey. So in addition to doing this dark universe stuff, uh, we'll, we're going to see the bright universe. So we're going to find all sorts of interesting new objects in the sky. Is there nervousness involved in this too? Because you think you're not going to know for months if all this work was was successful. We were super nervous during the launch. I'm, I'll bet. I'm sure all the team members were the same. But it launched successfully on a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket from Florida. Um, it, everything seems to have gone well so far. There's, you know, there's a very long series of milestones. Lots of things can go wrong yet, but so far, uh, so far, it's all gone extremely well. So we're uh, very optimistic at this point. And for you, and for your work, what do you want to see here? What do you hope Euclid will show you? Uh, I would love to learn something new about the dark matter and dark energy. Uh, you know, to be honest, it, it's completely unclear whether we will, because we we don't know what these things are. Uh, but it would be great if we genuinely learned something about the properties of the dark matter, for example. Uh, but at the same time, we take tons of images of the, of a large fraction of the sky. And there will be things that are exciting that we haven't even thought of. So the discovery potential for Euclid is amazing. And that's that's the thing I really find exciting. Is that, we don't know what we're going to discover. Well, that's the thing that I guess if you're in your particular line of work all over the world, there must be a lot of excitement about that. A lot of excitement. So there's there's more than 2,000 scientists, but it, but as I said, Canada gets to play a part in that. And many you know, young scientists, graduate students, and so on across Canada are, are primed to start dealing with those Euclid data as soon as they arrive. So is this the time then, Dr. Scott, like you have a theory and this, you will see Euclid will be able to help you figure out if your theory is right or if you're going to move in another direction? Yeah. So for for the dark energy, for example, the, the simplest theory is that it's just that, that, you know, vacuum has energy density. If I give you a box of nothing, it turns out there's energy in it. And if that energy is constant with time, then it's very hard to learn anything about it. So the hope for dark energy is that it varies a little bit with time. And if we can figure that out and measure it, then that connects to some fundamental theories and maybe we'll you know, make this big leap and connect to quantum gravity or the theory of everything or something. And there'll be some connection between dark energy and some bigger picture. So that, that, that's entirely possible. We, you know, we wouldn't put money on that happening. Uh, but Euclid has the potential to do that. So that's that's extremely exciting. Yeah, how would it vary over time? So so the idea would be that it's some kind of field that fills the universe and and it's dynamical. So it's not it's not constant all the time. 
And if you can find out how it's not constant, uh, that may allow you to connect to some fundamental physics theory. That's the and there's there's a thousand theories out there for what it could be. So we could uh, discriminate between those and figure out whether one of them's correct. So interesting. Okay, so then do scientists all over the world, you get to have your like long list of things. How do you prioritize what Euclid is going to look at? Uh, so basically Euclid just surveys the sky. It takes a picture of a little piece of the sky and then the next little piece of the sky and the next. And, and after several years, it's covered the whole thing. And then it does some parts much, much deeper to, to do some parts uh, in more detail. Um, but it basically just has a schedule where it just takes images of one piece of the sky after the other. So it's a, it's a pretty simple, it's a pretty simple telescope. So that, that's one reason why we're optimistic because once it's working, it doesn't do anything very complicated. So there's not that much that can go wrong. Uh, so we're hoping that it will continue and finish its full survey and we will come back on the air and tell you what dark matter is, hopefully. <laughs> well, you know what? I look forward to that. Listen, thank you so much for joining us this morning. You're very welcome.